Welcome to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, the radio show for entrepreneurs and business owners, leaders, and dreamers. Learn more at newsradioklbj.com and onemanbrandradio.com. Now, here's Ray. Good morning, and thanks for choosing to spend a little bit of your Saturday morning here with us on News Radio KLBJ. My name is Ray Sagern. This is One Man Brand Radio. Radio show for entrepreneurs and business owners and CEOs, managers and leaders, and all of you who've decided to become your own boss, welcome. We've got a Facebook page with links to all our previous episodes and podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at One Man Brand Radio, and our website is onemanbrandradio.com. Special thanks to our sponsor this week, which is Wizard Academy. Learn more about all the great business classes coming up soon at wizardacademy.org. Well, the election is in the rear view now, and we've got a new president-elect. And if you listen to the show at all, you know that I've made it a politics-free zone since we started. In fact, I said straight up, we're not going to use the C word or the T word until we can put president-elect in front of that. And we do have a new president-elect. Donald Trump is headed for the White House in January. And my question today then for this, as as we're maybe a little more open-minded today to look at the election through the rear view now with 2020 vision. My question is this, did candidate Trump win the election because he had the stronger brand? So what we're going to do is tap into that thousand man and woman army that you've heard me talk about, all these great business owners and CEOs, entrepreneurs, media professional, uh, marketing uh, uh, consultants like me, and we tap, we've got a great network across the U.S. and Canada. We're going to tap into some of those people today and get their take on the issue at hand from a brand perspective, from a business perspective. Are there lessons from the election? And we'll start by diving straight in. He is the Creative Services Director for Midwest Family Broadcasting in Springfield, Illinois. I'm talking about the gentleman from Illinois, Johnny Molson. Johnny, let's just start at the beginning there. Straight up, did Donald Trump win the election because he had the better brand? Stronger brand? Um, you know, as brands go, I think they both had uh, their own strengths. I think what candidate Trump did, and this goes back to the primaries, is he sounded different. You know, and this is something we wrestle with with businesses all the time, is there's all this kind of sameness out there, all this kind of noise and politicians sort of have this usual patter that they do. Um, you know, I'm going to do this, and we're going to get you know the middle class help and help the working family. You know, it's all that kind of sameness that we always hear. And he sounded different. And from the moment he first started running, I thought, well, he's going to cut through because it, it doesn't he doesn't sound like anyone else. And he kept that going, and he kept his he kept his focus. He had a, he had a, a few things that he kept going back to. Um, and that is, that's what tends to make a brand work is you, you stay on one thing and you sound different from everyone else. So I think there's a couple of things, uh, Johnny Molson, by the way, joining us this morning, one man brand radio. I think there's a couple of things, Johnny, that kind of jumped out at me. One was, is there a, well, okay, let's take them, take them one at a time. So, uh, uh, we know a good brand it has that sword in the stone around which everything revolves. Yes. And so as I look at the Trump candidacy, uh, Make America Great was hammered over and over and over from day one. And a a lot of 
And then it seems to me, I don't know, like all of the other distractions never really pulled him off that core message. And I'm not quite sure that the Democrats did as good a job as creating a singular sword in the stone around which everything revolves. You're right. There really wasn't a hope and change or it's the economy stupid kind of thing that they that they ever landed on. Um, and I'm with her wasn't really a, a rallying cry for all of us. Um, and, and you're right. They, they, they were probably missing that thing. Do you think it's interesting that if we talk about what brands stand for, so we could say, when I say Clinton, you think fill in the blank, you know, and different people would fill in the blanks with different things. Some people would think Monica Lewinsky right away. Some people would think whatever. Right. And if you think Trump before the election now, I mean, the Trump brand as it's plastered on hotels and whatever stands for luxury. Right. How do, how was how do you think? I mean, this is the thing I'm, 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 I'm as a brand builder and this is not a political talk show. Right. We, we, we want to. We want to explore the lessons for for brand builders and entrepreneurs and business owners out of this deal. The thing I'm having a hard time reconciling, Johnny, is that the Trump brand stands for luxury, but the brand of the Trump candidacy seemed to not only resonate with the poorest and most disenfranchised among us, but also somehow managed to represent hope for them. I, I think that I think that's a, a valid point, um, and I you know. It's hard, it's hard to not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That the Trump brand uh, would be equated with luxury, success, um, opulence, uh, and maybe maybe it's all those things that a working class person wants to see in themselves or hopes to see in themselves. Maybe it was that they saw that here's a guy who's not talking like all other politicians and has a track record of success. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think that adds up to it. I think um, there there may have just been some exhaustion with uh, with the Clinton brand uh, that we've heard this and we've heard this and we've heard this and 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 maybe it was you know it's and gosh it was such a squeaker really when you look at the numbers it's hard to say uh, if did you know did one side win or did the other side lose and I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, now we're talking politics. I'm just here about the business. <laughs> agreed, agreed, agreed. But it, it, it is it is fascinating to say, okay, what did work and why did it work? As an ad writer, as a guy like yourself who's in the trenches, you're you're helping business owners translate their story. Uh, my question for you, and it's okay if the answer is no. Is there anything that you took away from the election in your day to day that says, here's what I'm going to do different uh, in constructing ads, building messages, strategies that connect with consumers? I think it goes back to the first thing I said. The um, you've got to sound different than all the other noise that's out there, and so many commercials just sound the same, feel the same, smell the same, and it's it's the one that that first grabs your attention and then gives you a reason to be drawn in, uh, and that's that's exactly how this played out, and I think that's exactly what was making Bernie Sanders successful too. He was doing the exact same thing. Johnny Molson from the great state of Illinois, the gentleman from Illinois. Thanks for weighing in this morning here on One Man Brand Radio. My pleasure, Ray. Thank you. All right, let's shift gears here for a second and bring in Mike Slover, who's a very savvy brand builder in the Midwest. Tell me, Mike, what do you think? Did Trump win the election because he had the stronger brand? You define yourself not by what you include, but what by you exclude. So what do you stand for, and more importantly, what do you stand against? That is the secret sauce into creating a, a movement like Donald Trump says that he did. But what I saw with Hillary Clinton, she didn't do really much of that. She was a little bit more generalized. 
but to me she represented a a, a newer socialized America, uh, right? She had a, her her character diamond, her, her characteristic traits. She was kind of motherly like, you know, and being a woman that you could see that. Um, she seemed a little lighthearted and unfazed. Anytime Donald would say something derogatory towards her, she would laugh and, and kind of smile. Uh, but she also stood her ground. You know, when, when he came at her, she may have laughed and smiled, but she was a very strong woman in herself. And she definitely seemed to capture the, the more liberal mindset as to where Donald Trump seemed to capture more of the conservative mindset. One Man Brand Radio continues. We've got Mike Slover. And, Mike, you're like me. You're a brand builder. You're a marketing guy. You're in the trenches. You're helping local owner-operated businesses grow their businesses day in and day out, week after week, month after month. Is there a lesson from this election that you'll take away and roll into your day-to-day as you dive back into your work with your business owners you work with? Well, yeah, absolutely, Ray. You know, it goes all back to to being defined, a, a great character, a great celebrity, um, a great presidential candidate is, is well-defined in what they believe and what they stand against, their beliefs and their values. And, and it goes back to culture. Culture is the, the overarching theme. But when you can do that to your brands, to your companies, uh, you and I both work with, with clients across the, the United States, um, when you can do that and become defined, there's, there's a, a, a magnetic attraction that will happen in the public because here's the deal. You're only going to get the best of the best of businesses out there are only going to hope for 33% of the marketplace. That is pretty much the glass ceiling. Now, if you you're only have one other competitor or you're the only competitor in your market, yeah, you're going to get more than 33%. But just know that 33% is the most you can hope to get. So you're going to be attracting people tribally. They're going to see reflections in your values and beliefs, and hopefully those are being bled through in your campaigns. And that's why people are going to come to to shop you as opposed to shopping your competitor. Now, the only other component missing there is a very, very strong selling strategy. But once you have great selling strategy and you have brand diamond mixed together, you have a recipe for success. Buddy, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, Ray. All right, that's Mike Slover. He's a branding and marketing expert from the Midwest, and glad to have him here this morning on One Man Brand Radio. Sit tight. We will take a quick break, and when we come back, we will pick up the conversation. I got the decks loaded today with people weighing in on this subject. Did candidate Trump really win the election because he had the stronger brand? We'll drill deeper into that as One Man Brand Radio continues right here on News Radio KLBJ. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sager on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Yes, indeed. Picking it back up here on One Man Brand Radio. We don't generally talk politics on the show. I'm here about the business. And in particular, leading up to the election, we made a pledge not to say the T word or the C word until we could put president elect in front of it, right? Because there was so much hysteria going on. And I always want the radio show to be measured and articulate and analytical at its core. And I think now that the election's in the books, we can sort of look in that rearview mirror, hopefully with some 2020 vision. And in particular, from the point of view of the business owner, right? I mean, this is the radio show for entrepreneurs, for business owners and CEOs, managers and leaders. 
that's our special purpose in the world, right? So if we're going to look at the election uh, in particular, I want to throw a spin on it for for those people, for our regular listeners. Now, you've heard me talk on and on in the time we've been on the air about my 1,000 man and woman army that I've got at arm's length that includes business owners, it includes marketing professionals and media professionals, and on and on and on. Some of the brightest minds in the world that I have access to And to be fair, in full disclosure, some of those are political hacks and professional bloviators, but none of them have been invited to the table this morning. I'm just looking for a measured response to the election from the business owner's point of view. And the real question that I'm tugging at here is this. Did candidate Trump win the election and become president-elect Trump because he had the stronger brand or his candidacy perhaps had the stronger brand? Now, as we jump into the second part of the conversation, headed for the home stretch, I'm bringing in the big guns. Next up, we've got the professor, Jeff Sexton, the gentleman from the great state of Florida. And Jeff, I just want to start off by saying, what is it with you and your Floridians out there in elections? Look at us. Look how special we are. <laughs> well, it's because it's a, it's a populous state that has a lot of electoral college votes that is deeply divided. Question for me, Jeff, straight up, as asked, I know you're good at that, right? Did tr- did Trump win the election because he had the stronger brand or his candidacy had the stronger brand? Yes, I, I will say that is a yes, and I'll give a few reasons for that. Um, when you start looking at the numbers, and even before the, the actual election, people talked about the enthusiasm gap, quote-unquote, and it was this. It was that people were basically holding their nose to vote for Clinton, quite a few. I mean, she did have her core supporters, but most of the people who were voting for Clinton were not super enthused. And although there were some people that were holding their nose and voting for Trump, there were quite a bit of very enthused Trump supporters. And so when you start looking at the numbers, what you start seeing is that there are a lot of people who – historically should have come out and voted Democrat or who voted Democrat last election who just didn't make it to the polls and vote for Clinton um, to the tune of like six million voters. And those ended up being decisive. But what about the brand, Jeff? What about the what about the Trump brand? What did it stand for and why did it resonate? And maybe why did Clinton not have a brand? And, and, and you know, one of the things that I that I know we agree on is that a good uh, brand is a sword in the stone, right? It's It's got non-negotiables that everything revolves around. And I keep coming back to just at a guttural level that that Trump really hit home with Make America Great Again from beginning, middle, and end. All the other distractions never really took him off that message. And I'm not sure that the Clinton campaign had that strong of a sword in the stone. I absolutely agree with that. And I think there's two business um, takeaways from that. So one is that while other candidates in the past have made efforts to appeal to a whole bunch of different identity groups, different minorities from, you know, whether it's ethnicity-based or sexual preference, or Trump really said, I'm going after, and whether you, you, you believe it or not, he's like, I'm going after people who have been hit hard and left behind by modernity, right? Who, who since like the 80s have gotten a raw deal or feel they've gotten a raw deal. 
And you can dice that down maybe to, oh, it was white uneducated people or white people in the white working class people. But he really said that's a huge, huge untapped potential. What would be the business takeaway of that, I think, is, and I think um, the uh, ad contrarian has made this point. Like a lot of people get caught up saying, oh, the millennials, it's a, you know, I'm going to go after the millennials. And he said, look, guys, the baby boomers are the people that have all the money. And so sometimes you can get caught up targeting the wrong group of people um, or targeting more on demographics than on felt need. And, and when you start talking about making America great again, that was that felt need. If you, if you believe that the American dream has died for you and has died for your community, right? If you look around and you see a hurting a community and a hurting America and someone comes up and says, we're going to fix that, we're going to make America great again, you, that is a hugely powerful message. That was a very strong resonating message that worked for Trump. And Clinton didn't really have anything like that on her end of the appeal, right? She, she basically was, I'm going to be the first woman president. And granted, I saw that that worked for some people, but it's a very small um, subsection of people that really felt that was compelling. She didn't have a promise for voters about what she was in on a grand scale on an appeal to dreams um, where brands live, right? That she didn't, she just didn't have that. Whereas Trump did that. And I, I would say one of the business takeaways for that is like the easiest dream to sell somebody on is one they've already bought into and feel they've lost. So, you know, I see a lot of people who are very successful saying, you know, don't give up. You can be X. Um, so for business owners, right, selling somebody on the dream that, yes, we know your business has turned into a job rather than a business, and you feel more a slave to it than you did when you were a wage person, but we can, we can save you from that. We can give you the dream of being an independent business owner. This is One Man Brand Radio. We're visiting with marketing and branding expert Jeff Sexton. Two questions for you, Jeff, before I get you out of here. One... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put them both on the table, actually, and let you just explore them at, at will, okay? Number one, is there a difference between the Trump brand, which seems to telegraph opulence, versus the Trump candidacy, which seemed to be connecting with people at the complete opposite end of the spectrum? And then second, did you find it ironic that Trump was the candidate who seemed to inspire, oddly, hope in the big picture? Okay, yes, yes and yes. Um, I think, and one of the things you have to know as a business owner is you, you, a brand that might work great in one market can, can fail miserably in another market because you, you are not operating in a vacuum, right? You have to look at the competitive landscape. What are your competitors' offers? What does their brand stand for? What other options do people have? And I think one of the big things in this election is that people were fed up with the status quo. They did not want more of the same, and that worked very much in Trump's favor, right? Because he was basically running as, I'm an outsider from politics, but I've had an insider's view of how 
real deals are made and how the world really works. And I'm telling you that the American people have gotten screwed, and I'm coming in from the outside to fix that. So in that case, his opulence right, and his rich lifestyle kind of worked for him in that people believed that he did have an insider's view of how things really work and that he really was watching America get screwed and that he was coming into politics for the right reasons. Um, but it is sort of interesting to have a billionaire appealing to working class, people who've been screwed over by modern economics, right, and thinking, wow, they empathize with him, until you start realizing what the message was and in, in how he put that together. So I think he was he was brilliant in tapping into that, and he was brilliant at leveraging the assets he had to um, build as much credibility for himself as he could. They don't call him the professor for nothing. Jeff Sexton, thanks for being with us today here on One Man Brand Radio. Glad to be here. Thanks, Ray. All right, we are up against a break. We got to hop. We will be back to continue the show and continue this great conversation about the election and what it means for business when One Man Brand Radio continues next here on News Radio KLBJ. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. All right, so I'm saving the best for last. I'm bringing in Jeffrey Eisenberg now, who's co-author with his brother uh, Brian of a couple of best-selling New York Times best-selling books called Action and Waiting for Your Cat to Bark. Their new thing is Buyer Legends, which you can see at buyerlegends.com. And that company teaches business people how to create data-driven, customer-focused experiences and design that and support it through narrative. So, Jeff, can you filter this election through through any of that and 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 you know we don't talk a lot of politics on the show this is sort of the rare exception for uh for one man brand radio but i guess my question you from a brand builders and a storyteller's point of view is there is there some business themed takeaway from this election that makes sense from your point of view well only if you actually understand the narrative slightly differently than that than some people may so first um, you know, whatever the Trump brand stands for and whatever the, the, the Clinton brand stands for, something we need to define. So the Trump brand was the anti-establishment um, discontent, and he clearly tapped into that in a way um, that, that's quite remarkable. I mean, he basically played an anti-establishment card, um, and you would think it would, it, that it would have been easy to beat with some of the um, uh, groups that he had offended. However, the Clintons had a brand, and their brand was that they were the deep insiders. When um, um, the first president, when President Clinton um, came up, he was an anti-establishment guy, but they were clearly part of the establishment. So first, um, they were on brand, but they had the, the Clinton had a brand that that nobody wanted to buy. So this is a it, it's it's just one of the the big issues of the campaign. She was not exciting. She did not um, tap into the anti-establishment mood. Um, I, I would actually say that the Democratic Party stopped listening to its customers. It's very inward focused. And had they really had they really looked at why um, Bernie Sanders, who was a like a, a weird candidate, had they looked at why he had done so well, they might have been able to adjust and 
um, do a better job, but they just lost touch with their customers, for, for lack of a better word, with their constituency, with their audience. Um, I caution people who want to use elections for business purposes. I think that, that the difference between an election and a business is that on, you know, on election day, the campaign was over. Now they need to govern. That's a whole different thing. Whereas when you're in business, um, there is no final election day. There's no one day where, um, where it all comes to a head. You've got to stay in better touch with your customers on a steady basis, and you've really got to be tuned in to what they say. So, um, you, you know, in this connected age, in this age where um, customers have so much access to information, be it right, wrong, or indifferent, um, it's, it's there. It's on Facebook. It's on Foursquare. It's on Yelp. Um, what's the story that you've tapped into? Are you telling your story because the customers don't give a damn? Unless you're telling the stories that customers really can believe about you, unless you've crafted a narrative um, that is based on the reality of the experience that you're offering, um, you're just basically, as a marketer, you might be you know, telling lies that the business has no intention of keeping. So my main um, takeaway is, um, is your, does your story ring true? Is, this, is it the story that you really want customers to tell about you? Um, you know, get in line with that. All right, this is One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. Got a little roundtable discussion going on about looking at the election. In hindsight, through the rearview mirror, got a little 2020 vision going on, hopefully, on this deal. Now, if you listen to the show, you know that uh, I haven't wanted to talk politics at all. Uh, we, we don't really talk politics on One Man Brand Radio, and especially as fevered as the election got. And there's enough people doing the red versus blue thing. But now that the, the election's in the books, we're having a conversation this morning with some of the smartest guys I know about you know, what really happened there. Is there anything to learn from a brand point of view, from a business point of view? And we're going to bring in Dan Steinborn, who's got a – Dan, I'm, I'm going to guess you've got an interesting spin on this in a few ways. Now, I'll tell you, so so I know Dan uh, – uh, I saw, Dan, on Facebook that you won uh, promotional sales rep of the year, but the truth is your company, Print Globe, you're the CEO of that company. It's not like you're the in-the-trenches sales rep who got the attaboy, but it's your company for 21 years, right? Yeah, that's true, and and myself and all the 20-plus account managers that work for me, we've uh, sold over $100 million of promotional merchandise to companies around the, the planet. And you, in addition to that hardware, you've also you've you've also been acknowledged as one of the the great fastest growing companies, best places to work, those sorts of things as well, right? Uh, yes, we have. We've five, uh, four times uh, earned our way onto the Austin Business Journal 50 fastest growing businesses in Austin, and we've seven times earned our way onto the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States list. Well, and it and. It, and Dan, it's a te- it's a testament to the great work you guys are doing over there. And I guess you know one of the things I said was there, there weren't going to be any political hacks or professional bloviators invited to the conversation this morning. I don't think you fit in either of those categories, but you do have a twin brother who just got elected to the New Mexico State Senate. Yeah, this is true. And I this was our tenth election working together, and I've served as my brother's campaign manager. 
or literally 10 elections now. And so I have uh, an interesting background, you know, working on elections and being a political observer uh, in presidential elections on down and being really at the center of ground efforts and all that, uh, you know, on these types of elections. All right, let's let's talk about this presidential election. I was I promised my listeners not to say the C word or the T word until we could say president elect in front of it. But now that the election's in the books, we know that Donald Trump's going to be the president for the next four years, starting in January. Let's talk about the election and what it means from a business owner's, a brand builder's point of view. And I'll just put it for you straight out there: Did Trump win the election because he had the stronger brand? Yes and no. Uh, Trump. Uh, America has always been fascinated and enamored with the idea of having a really strong business icon running for president and becoming our president. I, I myself am a fan of that notion. Um, you know, running the government is in a lot of ways like running a very complex business. And, you know, I think it's a great idea to have a business leader running the country and he was able to put together a coalition of voters uh, based on his business acumen and that he could solve economic challenges facing our country. And, you know, all the exit data I, I'm reading of why a lot of Midwestern Democrats switched over to vote for him, why a lot of women voted for him on greater levels than anybody anticipated really were rooted in economic uh, issues that he could he could bring jobs back where jobs have been lost and that he could lead to a more prosperous future for our country. And, you know, no one greater than Donald Trump over many of our lifetimes has worked more on building their brand as a business success story than, than Donald Trump. I mean, that's been one of his, uh, you know, ongoing efforts our whole lives, starting with the art of the deal which I personally read when I was 18 year old and, and I was a real fan of Donald Trump starting from a really early age. I'm not saying I am at this point, but I was an admirer. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's really worked on crafting his brand and did a wonderful job presenting himself in this election as a, a very strong business leader and strong leader in general, even despite all of his misuse. Uh, and it was effective in putting together a voting coalition to get him elected president, largely based on the economic issue. Do you find it ironic that the Trump—I'm not talking about the election here. I'm talking about the Trump brand, which is kind of rooted in success and glitzy high-rises and opulence, right? Uh, but the the— but the Trump candidacy seemed to be rooted in connecting with these disenfranchised, left-behind uh, people at the opposite end of the spectrum. How do you reconcile those two? You know, I think people admire success. They, they uh, on a core level, they say, wow, if this guy's done this well for himself, maybe he can teach me how I'm going to do it for myself. Uh you know, his Trump University offered that same promise to people. He's, he's licensed his brand out to be taught in courses uh, to teach people how to be successful like him. So, um, and, he, and, and the thing was, he was never ashamed of it. He never hid from it. He was always uh, proud of it, which I think is a, a good business marketing lesson is, you know, kind of own 
own your brand and be authentic and be honest. And, um, and, you know, obviously there was a real question there from a branding standpoint with, with Hillary is was people uh, doubted her authenticity because she didn't really, uh, you know, there was, there was layers there between uh, in terms of her messaging uh, what happened and what she wanted people to believe happened. And, uh, you know, and I think that really hurt her. Whereas he, he had a lot of flaws, but he, he owned them. And he, you know, I think from a damage control, damage control 301 says, you know, uh, get out, make a statement. Uh, the, 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 the cover up, if you will, is always worse than the initial thing. And, and, you know, he was always affected at just coming out and, and making his statements and making issues more or less go away. And uh, so. This is One Man Brand Radio on News Radio KLBJ. Got a roundtable discussion going on about the election in hindsight 2020. What are the business lessons, the brand lessons from the presidential election of 2016? And we've got uh, Print Globe CEO Dan Steinborn. Uh, in with us for a little bit longer, Dan. As, as business owner, now take your take your Politico hat off. Take uh, take uh, uh, that off. And by the way, uh, I, I admire your restraint for <laughs> for being able to speak, uh, you know, pretty objectively and analytically. I appreciate that. But just just from your point of view, business owner, uh, is there anything you take away from this back into your day to day that uh, that you see because of the way the un- uh, the election unfolded? Gosh, um, well, it is interesting to note that, as Trump said all along, that he spent in the primaries far less than some of his opponents and easily defeated them, and he spent far less in the general election than than his opponents and pretty handily won the general election uh, from an electoral college standpoint. And so um, I think you know, bigger is not always better in business. Um, look for the practical solutions that, that uh, you know, from a marketing standpoint, from the business development standpoint, um, you know, creativity is the key and, and be willing to uh, try things you've never tried before. And, and I think really, you know, when you've been in business 21 years, you will have to try things you've never tried before because everything doesn't work forever. You know, I really like that a lot, Dan. I like it a lot because one of the things that I tell my clients that we work with is uh, we never we never uh, we never want to be in a position where we're just throwing money at problems because that ca- that can, uh, which is not to say I prefer to be in a in a disadvantaged position when it comes to resources, but very often that can cultivate a mindset of uh, of laziness, of leaning on the tried and true and just throwing money at problems instead of getting, like you say, getting creative and innovative about maybe looking for new ways to do things. Absolutely, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think businesses have to look at, and it's something my business spends a lot of time looking at, uh, it's always, you know, you can always spend more money to acquire a customer, but it's more cost-effective and more profitable in the long run to keep the customer you have um, and so it's, it's, you know, instead of throwing money at the top of the funnel over and over and over again, change what's happening down lower on the funnel. So you don't have to put so much money 
on top of the funnel. And I think correlating to Donald Trump, uh, well, just Donald Trump versus Jeb Bush, you know, Jeb Bush had over $100 million versus Donald Trump, I think, spent 10 or $20 million and in that primary and, uh, you know, easily defeated Jeb. And I think Jeb was, you know, there was there was a core thing missing there that that you know, uh, core core messaging and core value propositions beat out, you know, hardcore marketing dollars sometimes, and uh, um, you know, really be about the value proposition and delivering value, and uh, you know, I think you can end up with a more prosperous business. Hey, thanks for being here today, Dan. It's Print Globe CEO Dan Steinborg. Thanks for being with us today here on One Man Brand Radio. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for inviting me, Rick. We are running up against a break, so we have to hop, and then we'll be back to wrap up the show. One Man Brand Radio is brought to you this week by Wizard Academy. Get an update on all the great classes coming up on the schedule at wizardacademy.org. And we'll be back next here on One Man Brand Radio from News Radio KLBJ. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. All right, it's News Radio KLBJ. My name's Ray Sagern. Thanks for being part of the show this week here on One Man Brand Radio, letting us get outside our comfort zone for a half second and pull some politics into the show for a change. Because, you know, I mean, there's enough politics being talked in the world and even just on this station. You know, I think it's all, all been covered, right? But hopefully we were able to throw our own little spin on the discussion of the election uh, here on the week that I guess we kind of like finally put it to bed. As I was thinking about it during the week, I wasn't really entirely sure that people would still even <laughs> want to talk about it by Saturday morning. But I think we have, and, and I think we've had a great, robust conversation today Okay, on our roundabout conversation. If you're just tuning in now, uh, please... Hop over to OneManBrandRadio.com here in a half second, and we always spit out the show uh, as a full show MP3 via our SoundCloud page that then goes to the website and then goes to Facebook and, and all that stuff. But I've really enjoyed the conversation today. I'm here about the business, not the politics, but I knew as I was watching the election results that there's a pretty strong argument to be made that we could learn a lot about brand building and some business tips from what we saw coming out of the election. And I definitely feel now that we've been able to filter those results a little bit and the general political climate of what's going on, uh, I, I think that it was it was time well spent this morning. And I definitely want to thank uh, everybody who came on the show. Uh, Jeffrey Eisenberg came on. Dan Steinborg came on. Who else did we have? We had Jeff Sexton came in. Our buddy Mike Slover came in. Uh, all sorts of great people in this morning helping us uh, dissect this topic of what can be learned from the election from a business and brand building standpoint. All right, this is One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. You can find us online at onemanbrandradio.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram. You find us there at One Man Brand Radio. And like I said, we've got that Facebook page as well with links to all of our previous episodes and podcasts. Let me give a quick little shout out again to our friends at Wizard Academy who help make the show possible with their sponsorship every week. 
Wizard Academy, I believe, is one of the best-kept secrets in all of Central Texas. And if you're a business owner, a CEO, an entrepreneur, it is definitely your best friend who you haven't met yet. World-class instructors, world-class curricula uh, being taught at Wizard Academy. You can get more information online at wizardacademy.org. There are a couple of classes in particular that I wanted to tip you off to that are coming up at Wizard Academy that I've taken personally and strongly recommend that you check out. The first one's coming up on November 30th. It's called The Changing Face of Marketing. And there are some fantastic instructors who are lined up for this class, including Jeffrey Eisenberg, who you heard a little bit earlier on the show. Jeff and his brother Brian are teaching part of this class about Facebook and YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest. Also, Ryan Dice chiming in on that. And then you've got Roy H. Williams and Michael Drew teaching the Pendulum of Society, talking about tribal marketing. This is a fantastic class. If you're planning to be in business 5, 10, 15 years from now, you're going to learn practical applications in this class that you can take back to work immediately, but that also can give you a lens for where society is headed in the future. And then coming up, another class that uh, is really the granddaddy of them all. It's the class that Wizard Academy was sort of founded on and around, initially anyway. And I'm talking about the Magical Worlds Communication Workshop, taught by Academy founder himself, Roy H. Williams. And that's a fantastic three-day communications workshop that, again, as I said, will give you a new lens uh, through which to conduct your day-to-day Graduates of this course are inducted into a tribe known as the Cognoscenti, and it's just some fantastic stuff. It's based on the discovery of brain lateralization and four types of thought. You'll learn about brain lateralization. You'll learn about the three depths of memory, practical applications of chaos theory. It is really, really good stuff, and it'll give you a new perspective on how to tackle your business day to day. Get more information on all this at wizardacademy.org. And let me say thanks for again for spending some time with us this morning here on One Man Brand Radio. My name's Ray Segern. We'll be back here next Saturday morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Ah, yes, for another edition of One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ.